This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Today on episode number 640, we have a Because of My Podcast story, and I'm talking with Paul Culligan, because above everything else, we want people to consume our content, and where's the best place to put that? Facebook, YouTube, or a podcast? We've got the answer today. Hit it, ladies! The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcaster, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. This is where I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears and flatten the learning curve and get you on the road to podcasting correctly. Today, we're going to give you some great insights into how podcasts are being consumed so that you can choose the right tool for the right job. We're going to be talking with Paul Culligan in just a minute, but you know, I love to start off with what I call because of my podcast stories. This is where if you can answer this question, because of my podcast, blank. It's something that wouldn't have happened except, well, you had a podcast. And Troy Heinrichs from theblacklistexposed.com has been on this show many times, and I happen to be watching Netflix. I'll be talking about that in a second. I learned some valuable lessons from Netflix, things that reinforce what I already know. And lo and behold, there on season five, I hear this. Is Frost still alive? Can you put us in touch with him? Between 05 and 08, he was a ward of the state committed to the Heinrichs Psychiatric Center in Congress. That's right. They worked Troy's name into the episode. And I was talking to Troy about this. And he says, that's actually not the first time. On season four, there was a uh, a character named Lulu McLean, I think is how you pronounce that. And this is actually, unfortunately, a fan that was kind of beloved by the whole blacklist exposed community. And she unfortunately died from cancer and they worked her name into the episode. I think that's awesome. So because of his podcast, Troy Heinrichs got his name into an episode of the blacklist. And are you ready for this? He was on, I forget probably last year talking about how he is hosting a TV show from for Sony. Sony owns that television show. And not so much in the U.S. In the U.S., I think they do this online, but I know overseas they have like a season kickoff party and they have it very involved with the fans and who hosts that TV show. That's right. Troy Heinrichs is going back for another round. This is the second time he gets to do this, gets to fly out to California. I mean, it's legit TV stuff. So if you don't have a podcast, you should start one. And if you can, again, if you can answer that question because of my podcast, blank. Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. There are multiple ways you can contact me. Just record it and email it. I would love to hear it. Hey, later in the show, I'll be playing you a clip in a podcast rewind. I appeared on the Computer Tutor Show. This is a show with my buddy Scott Johnson. You can find him at computertutorflorida.com. And if you are looking to be a guest on somebody's show and you're like, "Mm, I'm not even sure where to look? Well, I can tell you this really easy. It's podcast that is singular, guess that's plural, podcastguest.com slash SOP. It helps you find guests for your podcast for free. And it's also, if you want to feature your podcast to over 6,500 users 
who use that list to find qualified guests that meet their requirements. Well, there you go. You want to be on somebody's show? You got to let them know you exist. You can also find 200 expert guests anytime in their directory. You can do this again. Sign up at podcastguest.com slash SOP. It's a great way to grow your audience, either A, having guests on your show, or B, being a guest on someone else's show, and podcastguest.com slash SOP can help you do both of those. Thanks to podcastguest.com for sponsoring the School of Podcasting. All right, well, joining me, you might know him from the Podcast Report. You might know him from uh, his many books he's written on. He's written a couple on podcasting, uh, going back way, way back before the days of the iPod. Uh, you probably know him from the How to Podcast book. But he put out an article about consuming content that I just found completely amazing. And so welcome to the show, the one, the only, Paul Culligan. How are you, buddy? Thank you, Dave. This is on Medium is this the only place it exists? Yeah, right now it's on Medium. I'm experimenting with um, other platforms for content distribution. I think the days now where we tell people to come to our website, unless we have a very specific reason, we got to be careful. And uh, we got to go to where the people are. That's why us podcasters put our podcast at iTunes and don't tell people to come by our website to subscribe. And uh, the same sort of thing. So it's at Medium right now, but I own it. We'll probably take the article and put it in future versions of how to podcast. But right now, Medium is the only place to get it. But it's free at Medium, so head on over. I just was listening to a podcast today, and they were talking about you know the magic of Instagram and Facebook Live and and all these great tools. And you came out with this article with uh, which was really interesting because people actually gave you their stats. How did you go about getting this information? Well, it started with Skype launched cloud recording couple of months ago. And I wanted to talk to my audience about it. I mean, podcasters, Skype cloud recording. I mean, you and I are recording this on Squadcast right now. We're giving them the good, the good try. But you know, Skype's been the default for so many people. Skype turns on cloud recording. Let's give it a test. So I did your textbook social thing. I went to Facebook. I told my crowd, my tribe, my whatever you want to call them, that we're going over to uh, Facebook Live and we're going to talk about this topic. And what was interesting was I went live and everybody showed up and everybody interacts and I get the comments and I get all the things that we're supposed to get. But what was interesting was I looked at the stats, Dave, and the stats were crap. I'm going to actually pull up the exact numbers, although I I do definitely recommend that everybody heads out and uh, takes a look at the article. But to make a long story short, I only went for, you know, I did one of these, you know, only the amount of time that I need to do kind of thing. And I went 11 minutes and 27, uh, a minute, 11 minutes and 37 seconds. And the average video watch time was 22 seconds. Wow. 3%. Wow. 3%. And that felt weird. As cool as I think I am, you know, that felt weird. And because I wanted to get the information out, I took that video and I put it on YouTube. And I took that video and I made a episode of the podcast report, which I've hence taken down. And there's a whole another strategy for that. But I took the audio straight from the Facebook live event, made that an audio podcast. So I had this on Facebook. I had this on YouTube and I had this as an audio podcast. So here's the interesting thing. Facebook, 22 seconds, 
average, 3% of the video was watched. This is live. This is interactive. This is the future. This is Zuckerberg. This is all these things. Same video, put it on YouTube. The average video watch was four minutes and 14 seconds, i.e. 36%, i.e. 11 times Facebook. Yeah. Then I put the thing up at, at Apple or I put the thing on Libsyn. And then, you know, I looked at my Apple reports about a week later and lo and behold, the average consumption was 11 minutes, i.e. 91%, i.e. 31 times as much as Facebook. Wow. This intrigued me. This intrigued me. Did you because ask- I'll tell you, in, in the podcasting space, the number one question that I get from people in, in, in the world that I run around in, um, you know, I run in these, these, these overly knowledgeable, read way too many blog posts about social media types, you know, who say, why should I podcast when I can just go to Facebook with my phone, throw 50 bucks at it and have 5,000 people look at it? Well, if the 5,000 people don't look at much, is that necessarily a good thing? Right. So I was chatting with Michael Stelzner about this and Stelzner said, yeah, that sounds about right. And I said, well, I want to do an article about this. Boy, I'd love to share your stats. And he goes, okay. Wow. Really? Okay. Like, you know, at that point, I wanted to get them immediately in case he changed his mind. And, um, but, but I appreciate the integrity. I appreciate the, the fact that he went out and did it. So, so here's his numbers. So we took an episode of a show and I figured we, we'd try to do like the best possible numbers. So he did an episode of his, of his show on Facebook called Facebook Group Admin Tools and Updates. So if anybody was going to watch the Facebook group admin tools and updates, they'd be watching it on Facebook. I figured that was the most desirable episode. Now, Mike Stozner, for those of you who don't know, last time I checked, 532,000 plus Facebook fans. Wow. Big audience. Yeah. Real audience. So 532,000 Facebook fans and 55-minute and 54-second show, so just a hair under an hour. The average watch time, 39 seconds. Okay. Um, a little bit longer than mine, but not proportionately to the size, yeah. i.e. 1% of the video. He did a one hour show. They watched one percentage of it. Wow. What? That's- so he puts the thing on Facebook, same show, 55 minutes, 54 seconds. Average consumption was 10 minutes and 43 seconds, 11%. And that was on YouTube. Yeah. 1% Facebook. 11% YouTube, bam, we put that bad boy up at Apple and he gets 64% consumption, which is about average for that type of show that he does. The uh, the weekly update shows tend not to go all the way to the end. So so it's a really good number for him. So I'm like, well, well is, it, is it just the bigger guys? So I pick mutual friend Austin Beeman. Do you know Austin? I do not know Austin. Austin's a great guy. He does this little short form show about wine. His video podcast on Facebook, seven seconds consumed, four wow. percent. It was a shorter show. On YouTube, a minute twenty, forty-seven percent. On Apple, fifty-six percent, i.e., fourteen times that of Facebook. You know, I called Gary, good old Gary Leland. Gary had been putting his shows, and I'll tell you, I think this is the beginning of the problem. And and Gary gave me permission to talk about this. Gary was putting his videos on Facebook in his Facebook group that didn't give him stats. Mm. So initially he wasn't, he initially wasn't able to get me stats, but he moved it to his page for a couple of weeks to give me stats. So we've got his four minute crypto show, which is approximately four minutes 
And he does this four-minute crypto show, and the average video watch time on YouTube, six seconds. What? Wow. You know, here's the funny thing. His YouTube wasn't enough to be statistically viable. He hasn't really been pushing a lot. But that same show, six seconds out of a two-minute and 31-second video, that same show as an audio podcast, 107% consumption, i.e. people were listening to it and rewinding it. Wow. That's amazing. So I got a client, Frank Kern. Frank Kern's a big internet marketer. Frank is spending $100,000 a month on Facebook ads. Okay. Okay. He's going to spend over a million dollars this year on Facebook ads. Okay. He's amazing on camera. He's got this shtick down. He's got this deal down. The ladies love him. The guys want to be him. He's sort of the Harrison Ford of internet. Sort of the Harrison (laughs) Ford meets, you know, Jeff Spicoli of, of, of internet marketing. (laughs) And I figured I'd look at his numbers. I asked permission. Frank said yes. So again, this is spending $100,000 a month, six minute and 58 second video, average consumption, 37 seconds, which is a higher consumption than anybody else by far, but it's only 8%. Nobody's made it to a minute yet though. That's the (laughs) Yeah. Nobody's in a minute yet. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody in in, in my stat, a, a minute. And so what's funny is so. Six minutes and 58 seconds, 37 second average, 8%. Now we take that video and we just run that video through an audio conversion process. There's a little bit of music at the beginning, you know, in my voiceover skills, but that's it. And skills would be debatable, (laughs) but that same content, 8% Facebook, 96% Apple podcasts. What the heck? I started calling other people. Everybody gave me the same stats, basically, you know, showing the same thing over and over. I mean, I got a big guy, a small guy, a friend, you know, an internet marketer, a guy with a lot of Facebook. I mean, I did a fairly good sampling, by no means scientific, but there's certainly some trends here that we want to take a look at. Yeah. Reached out to one associate and he or she, I don't even want to necessarily right. let anybody do their detective work. He or she said, oh, I'd love to share because we are killing it on Facebook which was the exact term, okay? Killing it on Facebook, building a business around killing it on Facebook, their effective consumption rate was 0% on Facebook. They weren't even getting enough on this thing that they were killing it on to get 1%. Wow. And then the amazing thing was, I said, well, let's see your Apple scores. And they sent me Libsyn. I said, no, I don't want to know your downloads. I want to know your consumption. They didn't even know that was possible to track. Hmm. And some quote unquote consultant had set them up so they didn't know the login and the password either. So I, I didn't have the full uh. data to do the presentation. But the fact of the matter is I wasn't going to put someone up. You know, these people are, are, are going out there and these are all people I respect, all people who are doing well, you know, and once you get to 0%, there's maybe a little bit of, of discouraging in, in, in the article. So I, I didn't end up putting them up. But But here's the deal. Every single time, every single experience, every single anything, nobody is consuming Facebook of any length and they're consuming podcasts for a long time. Why do you think that is? Oh, I don't think it's complicated at all. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Social is not about consumption of media. Social is the quick hit. Social is, you know, you're in line at the bank and you got 30 seconds and you want to see what your buddy's up to. You know, social is the thing you do before you're, you know, it's 9.58, you have a 10 o'clock phone call, you jump on Facebook to see what's up for the next two minutes. Social is at its core time-wasting 
quick fixes, quick hits, you know, a drip of dopamine so that you come back an hour later. <laughs> that's it. That's you know, that's all social is. Whereas, so the thing is social. So let's go to Mike. So let's go to Mike with, with, with his crazy numbers. So, you know, he has a half a million people plus who have declared that social is important to them. They all subscribe. They probably drop on multiple times a day. They see Mike's show in their feed. They might have saw it live. They might have saw it replay, whatever. They look for a couple of seconds and then they go on because now is not the time for consumption. Now, maybe some of these people went to the podcast. You know, we don't know. We don't have that kind of tracking, but that's the situation for my people. I mean, you know, I told people I was going to go to Facebook, but it's not like it was a three-week warning and, oh, you know, I know Paul's going to put this up for the podcast or just it isn't the place to consume it. This gal or guy who tells me that they are killing it on Facebook, 0%, you know, I think those numbers, those consumes, you know, it's not the same thing as what we think it is. It's now turn around to podcasting. I got up this morning, drove over to the studio. Now it's only a 10 minute drive, but I picked one of my favorite shows. You know, I missed, I've been on the road this week. You know, this is a show that I have regular appointment consumption with. And it's back to work on the five by five network. Merlin Mann, Dan Benjamin, love that show. And I said, let's listen to Merlin and Dan. And I listened to Merlin and Dan the whole way to work. And when I drive back, I'm going to listen to Merlin and Dan the entire way. They're not in my earbuds, but they're on the car stereo. Podcasting is appointment consumption. Social is not. YouTube's sort of in the middle, but even YouTube, you know, I just got back from Vid Summit. Boy, this number was crazy, Dave. 70%, 70% of all po- of all YouTube views. What do you think is the source of 70%? Uh, They're recommended videos. 70% of all wow. consumption on YouTube is, is those things over on the right-hand side. Mm. 70%, Dave. That's What's more important, having a subscriber or being the type of video that YouTube wants to recommend? Mm. You know, YouTube hack number one. So Facebook scrolling through, Twitter scrolling through, Periscope scrolling through, you know, um, Instagram isn't scrolling through, Instagram is scrolling left, you know, um, <laughs> but social is the quick hit. Podcasting is appointment. Yeah. I want the latest issue episode of Dave. I want the latest episode of Dan. I want the latest episode of Linda. You know, I want the latest episode of Luria. That's an entirely different consumption paradigm than anything else. For me, I know when I go to Facebook and I'll click somebody's video and they'll start talking and I'll start scrolling and the little video goes up in the corner. Yeah. And then I'll find something that I, uh, it's a report, something else. And it, it, I click on it and it takes me off of Facebook. And at this point I'm now reading an article and, and the Facebook video is, if it's still going, is annoying me because I'm trying to read. So I go over and turn it off. Yeah. That's my general experience. Yeah. So interesting. So apparently if we're going to do Facebook, it needs to be 40 seconds or less. Well, (laughs) um, that's not what the experts will tell you, but I think what it is, is if you're going to do Facebook, you got to be realistic. Now, Facebook live is a good strategy. Yeah. Mike Stelzner brings thousands of people to his event at a thousand dollars plus a ticket you know, because he dominates Facebook and live is part of that strategy. So I'm not saying Facebook live is bad, but don't assume Facebook live 
is consumption. And boy, when you ask the question, why should I do a podcast when I can just point my phone at someone and boost it? You know, do you want 5,000 people consuming you for six seconds? What does that do for your business? That's not a business. Yeah. You know, that's just, that's just making Zuck rich and anybody <laughs> invested in Zuck. Well, for somebody who doesn't, who's never seen Facebook stats, is this just, does this take into account people that come back and watch the video later? Or is that only those people that are there live? Uh, both. Um, the, the whole thing in, in totality since you left. And you'll get stats like how many people were on live, how many people were the peak of it during live. You, you get a whole bunch of stats as long as you don't do it in a group. So even if people came back later to watch, they were still getting less than a minute. Wow. And all of these are at least a week later. Every one of these things are just a week later. When uh, when Gary had – we delayed the report a little bit because Gary, had, as I said, had been doing it in groups. So I made him put on face. Mm-hmm. I made him wait a week so that we could get a week plus worth of stats. Wow. That's – that's uh... You know, it's weird, Dave, because I'm, I'm hearing your emotion and we're recording this and I get to see your face, which is fun. But in in some ways, it's a wow. But in some ways, it's a – yeah, duh. Yeah, kind of. That's you know. <laughs> That's the thing. And and I want to be really, you know, so I wrote this article because the yeah, dumb moments, we need more of those in podcasting. At this event I was at, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk was was keynoting and Gary's a Gary's a force of nature in his in, in his keynotes. And and you know, Gary made jokes about MySpace. You know, I remember when MySpace was gonna kill podcasting. You know, I remember when Blab was going to kill podcasting. I remember when, you know, Friendster was going to kill podcasting. And I remember when all these things and social is the shiny squirrel, you know, not, it's, it's just not that big of a thing. It's not media. Podcasting is, and podcasting is the best media possible. You know, at this event, Pat Flynn was speaking and, and I shared with you a couple of his slides and. And what was funny was, you know, I, I always I love to see speakers speak about podcasting because I'm always looking at the audience. And uh, you know, Pat says, "Tell me about if there's a podcast that you love. You know, if there's a podcast that you love, raise your hand or something like that." And I'm looking at the audience, and not only do I see a bunch of hands go up, but I see these smiles on their face. Hmm. True story. Moved my daughter into college four weeks ago, and we had to take two cars because there was that much crap. <laughs> and my wife says. I'm taking Lindsay. You're not. So I get the car by myself and it was a one hour drive, one hour, 15 minute drive. And, you know, I wanted to, you know, it was an interesting moment in a dad's life. And you know what? Gosh, darn it. I wanted to listen to Dave, you know, and I turned on the school of podcasting and you went with me during this intimate time, you know, and I wasn't like going, you know, oh, I'm going to miss my daughter. I'm going to scroll through you know, Facebook every time I stop at a stoplight, you know, I wanted some appointment time with my buddy Dave, you know, and that's what podcasting is. And I think we forget that. And I don't think we leverage it. And yeah. I had a similar story. I remember once I was putting together a desk, you know, the old, it's, it's almost in English instructions, right? slot A into, you know, and it's just not working. And I, I don't have the right tools and I'm just like, oh, I just want this thing to be together. And I, same thing. I was like, hold on, turn on some podcasts and like, oh, good. It's my buddies and yeah. got a good chuckle going, went back, finished the desk and 
It is. And this ain't just people who know each other. This isn't just good buddies in terms of Paul and Dave listens to each other's show. You know, before we went live, you were telling me about Joe Rogan and Roseanne Barr, you know, and like now I want to spend some time listening to that episode. And the, the friends are are perceived. They're they're not just people who've gone out and had a beer together. And I think that's I think that's really important. And I think when you're making your media decisions, you know, this is not an anti-Facebook statement by right. any means, but it's a when you're making your media decision, what kind of media do you want to make? And what do you want to do now? Now, me personally, I love Facebook Live for the production of my podcasts. I kind of see Facebook Live as the live studio audience. And so if nobody shows up, great. If three people show up, great. I really don't care because I'm recording the podcast to go out there. But now knowing that the people watch on Facebook listen to 3% and the people watch, listen to, you know, to the podcast go to 96%, you're there. So I was trying to think of an analogy for this, and I didn't put this in the article because it's not totally refined, but I'm going to test it here. My wife and I love Jimmy Fallon. We love the new Tonight Show. Now, I actually had a buddy, boy, I'm going to date ourselves, Dave. I had a buddy who wrote for Carson, and I could get tickets to Carson whenever I wanted to. And it was really fun to go to Carson, and it was really fun to bring a date. Hey, I got tickets to Carson. (laughs) And totally different experience than watching it at night. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife and I love Fallon, and it's funny because she really wants to go to New York to go see a live taping more than she wants to go see Hamilton, you know, or something like that. And the thing is, we get Jimmy every day on Apple TV. So why, you know, live is different, but live, there's maybe 200 people in the audience. You know, they don't do the, you know, NBC would never go, you know what, this pre-recorded listen on demand version of the show, ah, forget that. We're just here for the live. Right. You know, NBC would never do that. So why do we as a podcaster, you know, why do we give up? You know, "Ah, I used to be on podcast, but now I just do Facebook live. Why? Yeah, that's, uh, be missing out on a lot of people. If you went that route. And, and and a lot, you're missing out on a lot of people, but you're also missing out on a lot of consumption. I mean, I got a lot of people listening to 22 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, Frank is spending a million dollars a year to get a lot of people listen to 37 seconds. You know, Mike Stelzner has busted his butt to get more than a half a pe- million people following him. So they'll listen to him for 39 seconds. Mm. You know, so they're listening, but it's not the whole show. It's not the whole thing. It's certainly not the journey. It's certainly not the buddy-buddy. And I'll tell you, have you ever, ever, when you've scrolled out of a Facebook video, felt bad? No. (laughs) You know, have you ever made it home? And I mean, you talk all the time about the driveway moments. Like, I can't go in until I finish this episode. Yeah. No. What kind of audience do you want? The people who, who leave after nine seconds and don't feel bad? Or do you want the people who want to have those driveway moments? Yeah. And they're trying hard. If you think about it, the new, I don't know if it's new, but the whole Facebook watch where oh, they're yeah. trying to get really good videos on there. Yeah. Like, yeah. So far I'm like, eh, okay, it's a yeah. bear with his head stuck in a bucket. Got it. All yeah. Right, moving on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Stelzner told me that, you know, you know, they've been a big proponent of live and, and you spoke a couple of, you, you spoke a couple of weeks ago about actually that was the video that, uh, yeah, when I was driving my daughter down to college with a sad face, I was listening to you deconstructing Mike's desire to take podcasting out of social media marketing world. But you know what, really? Podcasting isn't part of the social media marketing world. Yeah. You know, it's part of a media production world. And, and for a little while, I was in the thing where, well, how can you have tracks about Facebook Live but not podcasting? It's an entirely different game. You know, social media marketing world is about 
you know, the quick hit in mass on huge platforms, you know, that are spending a lot of money trying to be cool to billions of people at a time. And don't get me wrong. I would like to be cool to billions of people at a time, but podcasting is, is intimacy. Podcasting is, is nurturing is, is long-term relationships is go with me on a ride, go with me on a jog, you know, go with me on my morning commute, 47 million Americans in a car by themselves with a 30 minute commute. All you have to do is be better than drive time radio. That's easy. You know, this, this is the market. And boy, it's not hard to be better than drive time radio. No, it's, it's funny. When I got a job at Lips and I thought, oh, this is going to be the best. I'll be sitting in front of a computer all day. I'm just going to listen to podcasts nonstop. I can't listen to any podcasts at work because it's not something I can put on in the background right. and then actually have to think at my job. Yeah. And I was like, well, hold it. And it dawned on me that most of the podcasts I listen to, if they're good, I'm going to take notes. Or they're going to make me laugh or something like that. And it's like, so what, in some cases, what I will put on is you guessed it, morning radio. I'll go on and I'll watch Rover Morning Glory and I'll put his video on because they're just talking stupid stuff. And I'm amazed at how many visual shtick, for lack of a better phrase, they do on radio. And I always want to go, you do realize not everybody is watching you online. It's like, ah. But radio is the quick hit. That's why traffic on the sevens. That's right. You know, because, because they don't expect you to stay longer for the seven seconds. And I, I think, you, you know, nobody in radio thinks, you know, that somebody's going to listen to the three hour show. Yeah. We're going to listen, you know, every seven minutes we're doing traffic. So therefore they know what that segment is and what type of media are you doing? Yeah. And my big thing has always been, man, I'm in this for the impact. And I don't think I make an impact 27 seconds at a time <laughs> scrolling by kitty videos and, you know, brown bears with a bucket on their head. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be interesting to watch. I just saw where Alex Baldwin, Alex, yeah, good old Alec Baldwin is now going to apparently have a long form video on TV. Okay. And I was like, that's a little different. And it's just, to me, it was like, so many people, I, I'm with you. I'm a big Jimmy Fallon guy, but his, his interviews are six and a half minutes long of which right. two and a half is tell me about the movie. Right. Know? So I'll be interested to see, cause Alec does some really good interviews on his, um, here's the thing. Oh, that Alec Dave Letterman interview is gold. Yeah. I have listened to that 15, 16 times yes. and I feel like it's the whole thing and it's huge. I mean, it's no hardcore history, but I feel like it's me, Dave, and Alec in the room at the exact same time. Nothing – it wouldn't translate as a YouTube video. So I'll be interested to see how that works on yeah. TV. So and any other passing thoughts as we uh, start to wrap this up? Well, the big thing is, is what do you do with this? This is not an attack on Facebook at all. Stay on Facebook, okay? But this is a call for media producers to consider – the consumption paradigm over the hype, you know, and if you start, if you find yourself saying things like, why should I podcast when I can just X? Well, that's sort of like saying like, why should I eat an orange when I can put on a new pair of socks? Hmm. It's an entirely different element. And yes, Mike probably got more views of that. And, and I don't know the specific stats on this. So I'm speaking I'm just just um, probably generically. Mike probably got more people who consumed one percent of his show than who listened to the podcast. But what would you ha- rather have? A million people who listen to nine seconds, or ten people who listen to the whole thing? Hmm. And this is where you have to come up with with the strategy 
complete. And this is where you got to come up with a strategy in, in totality and just don't let the shiny objects get in the way and don't let the hype and the excitement get in the way. Because if you do, you're going to do yourself a disservice. You know, so then people hear my thing about the live and then you get the live. Oh, hi, Frank. Oh, hi, Linda. Hi, Bob. You know, how's the weather here? How's the weather here? And they do this completely disjointed piece of content that only works on Facebook Live, that is only consumed 1% of the time, that they try to make to a podcast that doesn't work in any way, shape, or form. And then both the podcast and Facebook Live goes down and then they go back to their job at the pet store. <laughs> and I, I think if you just think this thing through, and I think you're a bit strategic about it. I think you can be to be at a different place pretty quickly. You know, and it was funny. I told I told my wife who uh you know, I told her all this and and she was so funny because her response was what why are you surprised? Hmm. Facebook's not where you go for content. It never has been, it never will be. And and that that sort of changed the end because yeah, yeah, I really shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Let me ask circumstantially. So wh- who's one of your favorite podcast right now like give me dave's five and five would you oh uh let's, let's, let's workshop this dave's five and five i like the red podcast with david hooper just because he he does stories that you are not your typical let's talk about funnels and let's talk about right, right. it's you you lead to that but that's probably not it I, I there's a new show out now called how did that um okay. what was that like is okay. the name of it and like the next episode is it's Scott Johnson. He interviews people like this one woman never sleeps. Like she's she can only sleep like once every three days. Okay. Um, he interviewed a guy that had his leg blown off or his foot blown okay. off in Iraq. And now he's interviewing somebody who survived a mass shooting. Okay. So it's all like, what was that like? And I love that just because I can't get that information anyplace else. I listened to the new media show because it's Todd and Rob. And that's my favorite thing ever to hear is when Todd Cochran goes, I probably shouldn't say this because you know, whatever's coming next is awesome. Right. The podcast report, not to, not to kiss your butt, but when, when it's in season, I love that. I love Dan classes, the uh, bitterest pill. Speaking of whatever it's in season, there's five. So new media show, Dan, me, Cooper. What was that like? If any of those were streaming on Facebook, when you were scrolling through, your favorite shows, if any of those were on Facebook, would you stop what you were doing and watch right there? Now, now here's, the, here's the beauty of this. Dan Class announced his last episode. He said, I'm going to be streaming it. I'm going to record it live on Facebook. It's whatever, Thursday at 2. And right. I remember thinking, oh, cool. I'm sitting in front of a computer. I've just got to remember Thursday at 2 to you know tune into Dan. Well, I completely, but a part of me knew, and if I don't, I can always listen to it as a podcast. So as much as I love Dan class Thursday at two, I must've been busy. I don't know, doing my job and I forgot. Bingo. But you got it later when it was put in the feed. Right. You know, so if your favorite five, if Dave, if Mr. Podcast himself, hall of fame, not just inductee, but hall of fame winner. What's the proper term for hall of fame? Inductee. Hall of fame inductee, Dave Jackson, who, who lives to consume the podcasts he loves. If he won't, stop on Facebook to watch your podcast, his favorite. Why would anyone else? Hmm. The numbers just kind of prove what I think we kind of always known. Yeah. That is one of those things you kind of go, yeah, I'm not going to stop on nothing revolutionary here. And and it it would probably even worse on Twitter. I mean, there's, there's one that I'm like, "Mm -mm." so very interesting. What are your thoughts going forward? People always ask me this question where's podcasting going? (laughs) 
I once heard that tech goes through three categories. Category number one, the nerds use it. Right. Okay. Podcasting definitely entered that category. It's phase number two is people start to embrace it. And then phase number three is, is it becomes expected. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you take pieces of tech, email, it used to be, hey, have you heard of this email thing? Right. And then we went to, do you have an email? And then we went to, what's your email? Right. Now, of course, others would say, and of course, the fourth question now is, do you, with all that spam nonsense, do you even email anymore? But, but, but we'll leave that one aside. <laughs> you know, web address. Um, you guys wouldn't happen to have a website. Went to, do you have a website? Went to, what's your website? Mm. Smartphones now used to be, man, have you seen these smartphones? To now, you talk to your audience, you, you know, or it was, you know, do, do you have a smartphone? And now we're asking people, you know, Android or Apple. And I think podcasting is going to enter into that third place really, really soon. You know, when I did Vid Summit, front row of the audience was a guy, a Southern Oregon, who had a, a product that was, it was sort of a, a, a stoneware kitchen top kind of thing that was really easy to install. And he had been making videos for a long time that were doing pretty well. And he moved to podcasting. And he said, yeah, now our biggest buyers come from the podcast. Mm. And it was funny because he said, well, I'm not surprised. I mean, you know, are you going to buy something when you watch a 30-second YouTube video? No, but you spent a couple hours with me talking about it. They're probably going to buy. And I was really surprised. I told him about mutual buddy Gary Leland with Leland Wallpapers selling more Joanna Gaines Wallpapers as a result of his podcast for her show you know, than anybody else. It, it makes a heck of a lot of sense. And I think pretty much everybody's going to have some sort of long-form content at the time, place, and device of your choosing associated with that person. Will it be called a podcast? Will it be called something else? I don't necessarily know. But it makes a lot of sense for pretty much everyone to have something like this. iTunes is moving. People are starting to use iTunes as a search engine now. People are starting to look for terms. People are starting to go out there. And, and for those who aren't going to iTunes, you know, Google has announced that you know, we're going to start seeing podcast results in, in, in search. I think it's going to be the long-form content that most people are, are embracing. And it might do better than our websites. It might do better than our social media. It might do better than a lot of things. So will it be called a podcast? Will that be the big buzz in five years? I don't know. But your show, your content, your media, and it's not going to be what's your YouTube channel. It's not going to be that. you know. And it's not going to be what's your blog. It's not going to be that. It's going to be something, you know, maybe podcasts will stay. I don't care. Either way, we do well. I mean, I started when when it was HTML, you know, now it's web pages and now it's what's your site. You know, I, I started with MySpace, now it's Facebook, now it's social. I don't care what it's called, but I, I think that's where we're going. And I think this is going to prove it because Facebook's not where we're going to consume the big stuff. We're going right to that person. And I think some form of that's going to stay. Excellent. Well, thank you, my friend. I appreciate your time and effort. Always and, a pleasure. And uh, find Paul over at thepodcastreport.com. When is the new season dropping, my friend? Very soon. I, I held episode 150 for a very special guest who probably not going to happen. So I'm probably just going to pick it up again. Maybe we'll make him 175 or maybe we'll just get over the fact that he gets a special number and <laughs> uh, bring him, bring the show back. Excellent. All right. Find Paul at thepodcastreport.com. Thanks again. Thank you, Dave. 
And I was thinking about this after we recorded that interview. I'm packing right now to go to We Are Podcast in Australia. Looking forward to that. I'm leaving on Tuesday. Then in November, I'm going to be driving to Washington, D.C. to be a keynote speaker at DC PodFest. And in both cases, I'm going to be spending lots of time either in a car or a lot of time in a plane. And in neither one of those instances am I going, hmm, what should I load up on my Facebook? I'm looking at Audible and I'm looking at, in my case, Overcast is what I used to listen to podcasts. I'm not looking to consume a ton of content on Facebook for hours and hours and hours. Just a thought. In case you missed it, it's time for a podcast rewind. I appeared as the first ever interview on the Computer Tutor Show. Normally, it's filled with these really cool, short computer tips and tricks. But on International Podcast Day... Scott Johnson decided to have me come on and talk about podcasting. So if you're new to podcasting, it's a great episode, a lot of kind of like, how do I start one, things like that. But then Scott also asked me this. What's something that most people don't know about you that they might be surprised to hear? I probably have a couple. One, I was actually two-thirds of the way through school of becoming a pastor. And probably the other one that's a little weird is I worked a weekend in a haunted house in a haunted schoolhouse, actually. It was one of those things you, you know, I got to be a monster and and scare people. I also appeared on the Get Clients Now show. Actually, it was a two-part interview, and we got into discussing monetization and your podcast. Realize that the first step of any kind of monetization strategy is you have to build your audience. I know a lot of people hear about crowdfunding, and they start their podcast and really come out with a hard pitch and a sell, and I say, wait a minute, you're you're trying to do fun crowding, and that doesn't work. You you can't go for the funds until you have a crowd. And I will have links to all those interviews out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 640, as well as links to Paul Culligan and the podcast report. And I know you're going, hey, aren't you going to talk about Netflix? You said you're going to talk about Netflix. You know what? Because... I'm getting on a plane and going to Australia. I'm going to hit stop right now, and that's going to be next week's episode. Now, the other thing I want to mention before we completely get out the door is I do need the question of the month is, you know, those little video, the things with it's a little square and it has little squiggly lines on it, and it's a video, but it's not really a video, and it promotes somebody's podcast, an audiogram, if you will. And the question is, Have you ever discovered a new podcast from an audiogram? Go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. If you want to email me, it's dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. Please put October question of the month if you want to record something and just email it in. And everything is out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. And I will need those by October 26th because... Assuming, yes, by the 26th, that'll give me time to make it on the 29th, which will be the last episode of the month. And again, the question is, have you ever discovered a new podcast from an audiogram? Thanks so much for tuning in. If you are in Australia, if you are at We Are Podcast 2018, please trip me in the hall or something so we can say howdy. If you're ready to start your podcast, I would love to help you. Go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. And if you are looking for 
a mentoring program. This is a new page I've set up. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me goes through all the different ways I can help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the School of Podcasting. Until then, take care, God bless, and class is dismissed. There are institutional problems. I, I've been listening to podcasts. What do you mean by that? I mean what I'm saying, man. Podcasts, institutional problems.